Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review on WAYOLP freaking Rochester, also freaking Apple freaking Podcast, Google freaking Pray, Spotify, and freaking Jeez Louise SoundCloud if anybody wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, my name is Taylor the Sandman freaking Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking left is freaking Doug Jordan coming via freaking Satellite New York, and then coming from freaking Doug Jordan's garage, also via Satellite freaking New York, we have freaking Sandy the Sandman freaking Farkas. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our Week in Freaking Review. Weakers... Tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke, and geez Louise, down on my knees, we're so freaking hot for you. We have a very special episode for you this week, and geez Louise, down on my knees, it will not disappoint. Now, Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, this is the very special Emmys freaking episode, but we would be remiss if we didn't talk about our freaking week and how we're doing and how we are and how. Doug Jordan is. God bless him. And geez, Louise, down on my knees. Before we get into all that, I do need to say Tadia Rishers is missing. MIA. He sent me a very brief email about a hot tub that he got. He has been trying to position himself to get a reality show at the House of Self-Freaking-Prostitution where he freaking lives and where he makes his money. And a bunch of webcam models and himself are going to start a freaking hilarious freaking reality show based on a competition. And step number one, get a hot tub. And I am very freaking worried that he spent a little too much time in that freaking hot tub, fell asleep, and now he's cooked. And his little roast rump is floating at the surface while his head remains underwater. By the time the authorities arrive, yep, you freaking guessed it, duck soup. So, that's my fear. Doug Jordan, how worried are you about that and how would you be? Uh, I guess I'm not too, I, I, well, uh, I guess I'm a little worried about him being roasted alive in a hot tub. I, I guess I never thought about that being a possibility, but I mean, I, I hope that didn't happen to him. Uh, and I wouldn't, I doubt that I would be, that's, that sounds like a very tragic event. So I don't think that I would be, I don't know. I feel like that was kind of insincere, but I know you and Tati have always had problems. Sandy Sandman freaking Fargus can attest to that. Um, yeah, what? Jeez. I'm doing great. And I'm freaking, what, were you, what did you ask me? And we were just speaking about Tati Risher and the likelihood that he roasted himself in his new hot tub and will be soup by the time that the authorities arrive to dig him out. Well, uh, my thoughts, uh, Doug, if it doesn't, if it doesn't make you freaking or does it make you freaking hungry, Doug? Yeah, that's a good point. As a resident, as a resident freaking chef uh, on, on freaking our weekend freaking review, uh, does the thought of freaking uh, a boiled freaking Tadia freaking richer in a, with his freaking roasted rump freaking protruding from the freaking top of a of a freaking hot tub does that make you freaking hungry? Uh, no, it does. It definitely does not make me hungry. It makes me kind of hungry. If you, put, yeah. if you put a bullion cube in there, it's, I'm sure it's going to be good. He's a healthy guy, except for the cancer that he had, but I think he's on the up and up at this point. He does use a cane. I mean, I don't think the, the cane would add much flavor to the broth. I mean, I mean, it's a hot tub, yeah, but so you could it's use taste it, like chemicals. You could use it to freaking swirl in freaking noodles, and then you could have a freaking Tadia noodle soup. So. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Doug, you're salivating. Yeah, you can see it. So I guess we're just going to get right into it then, Doug. How you doing? How you been? And how freaking are you? And God bless you. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not. Please stop asking me that. And uh, I, I, I'm okay. I had uh, kind of a stressful week here. Uh, you know, the basement flooded. Sandy knows all about it. I, I had him down there helping me out, or I asked him to help me out, and he just kind of stood around uh, with a bottle in his hand. But, you know, a water heater kind of blew out on me. It rusted out from the bottom, so uh, there was a huge flood in the basement, and I had to clean that up and get a couple dehumidifiers in there, and then had to get a new water heater. So it was, it was a hectic, hectic freaking week. It sounds like somebody's been taking some long showers there. Uh, yeah, I mean... I don't really know what causes a water heater to rust out, uh, especially from the bottom, but uh, a lot of long showers probably over time could add up to uh, to damage water heater for sure. I remember when Sandy was crashing at my place one time, and I don't want to throw you under the bus here, Sandy, but geez louise down on my knees, you were drunk as the dickens, and you said it was the morning time at this point, and you said, geez louise, I need to take a freaking bath. And because I only had a bathtub, never had a shower. And geez louise, down on my knees, I knock on the door 45 minutes later. No answer. I walk in. Sandy has fallen asleep in the bathtub. And just his nose was exposed. The rest of his mouth and everything was underneath the freaking water. But he seemed fine, so I left him there. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't need a freaking tube to go freaking snorkeling. You know what I mean? Uh, if you fall asleep in a freaking bathtub and the water goes just, uh, is, is, is reaches just below your freaking nostrils, uh, you can freaking completely freaking stay alive. But while we're on the freaking subject, I think you should ask freaking Doug freaking Jr., Mike Doug freaking Jr., uh, your freaking son, about the long freaking showers, because I think he's uh, freaking playing with himself in there and clogging the freaking drain. If you know what I mean? That's true, Doug. He is getting to be that age. Yeah, I don't want to talk about my son's uh, age on the radio, but I mean, I, I just was a little shocked that you, your mind immediately went there. It, it kind of seems like maybe you've been taking a couple long showers and playing with yourself a little too much in there. Doug, there is nothing wrong with playing with myself in any freaking corner of your freaking house. I don't need to go into your freaking shower to do it. And yeah. I, and I'm gonna Shut up. Don't interrupt me. And if I'm going to freaking play with myself, I'm going to do it directly into the freaking toilet and flush it. But the thing is, every man's seed is quite corrosive, and that is a burden that we carry in our trousers with us every day. It, it is like putting salt water on steel. It will eat away at that. I mean, if, if you want to take down the freaking towers, all you got to do is go to the basement and play with yourself on the freaking load-bearing beams, and eventually those puppies will fall. Wait, what towers are you talking about? Are you yeah. talking... Wait a minute, are you talking about, you're not talking about the freaking, you're talking about the Twin Towers? The well, I didn't want to be specific about it, but those are the only towers that come to mind. Yeah, there's there's the, the Twin Towers, and then there's the freaking Eiffel freaking tower. No, that uh, one's still up. Apparently the French people haven't been playing with themselves on that one. So. Well, they don't know, they don't freaking know how. It's uh, just one of the many freaking faults of the freaking French communities, uh... They, uh, their freaking, their elders never freaking teach them how to, how to freaking play with themselves properly. Yeah, it's true. That's why they're so angry. Yep, that's right. Well, Doug, I'm glad you had such a good week, and it's great to, great to have you here on the freaking show. Now, uh, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, how you doing? How you been? And how freaking are you? And God bless you. Uh, uh, first of all, freaking thank you for the freaking blessing. Uh, I'm doing, uh, uh, I'm just could have sworn I already freaking answered all these freaking questions. Uh, I'm freaking the freaking dickens and uh drunk as um well drunk as the freaking dickens i suppose and um and just a little freaking uh a little freaking stressed out these freaking days 
Stress, stressful freaking, stressful, uh, stressful freaking, I'm sorry, I'm freaking drunk, stressful freaking two weeks. Yeah, you spoke about it last week, saying that Nancy was kind of nagging on you about getting right with God because of your involvement, uh, however much it may be, and that is still in question with the burning of her husband, who you have been cuckolding because he went into the giant freaking bird and it caught on fire accidentally, and now he's in the hospital. And his name is Gaston. Did that about wrap it up? Uh, uh, yeah. That about wraps it up, sums it up. Uh, you hit the nail on the freaking head. Um, and I'm not sure if you were asking a question, but to answer your question, uh, freaking yes. Um, yes, that, all of that, all the things that you mentioned have actually happened. Yeah. And, uh, I believe I mentioned, uh, uh, last week briefly, uh, one of, one of her freaking solutions, uh, to sort of, uh, reconciling what we've freaking done and, and what freaking transpired was, uh, well, she she said it would be in both of our freaking best interests if we went to freaking church, and um, and if we went into the freaking confessional booth with uh, with uh, freaking our dear freaking good Lord uh, and freaking Savior, uh, freaking uh, Pastor Lewis. And you resisted, correct? Uh, I resisted is to put it freaking lightly. I told her there, you, you know, you, I said the only way you're putting me in, a, in that freaking in that freaking building is if is if I'm freaking dead. If I'm dead, like your freaking husband is probably gonna be in the next couple of freaking weeks. Yeah. So you didn't go. No, I went. Um, no, I no, I went. I, uh, I I tell you, I I downed a couple of freaking brown, a couple of freaking bottles of brown, and then I figured, well, you know, what the hell? Um, what's the worst that can freaking happen? And it might even be freaking hilarious. So, went freaking did it. Sat in the room with freaking Pastor Lewis, and uh, man, boy, boy, oh boy, did I freaking spill my freaking guts. Yeah. What do you say? What 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 do you say to a priest? Uh, I, well, I sat down and I said, geez, Louise, down on my knees, where do I freaking start? And he said, how about the freaking beginning? I said, beginning sounds great. Um, how much time you freaking got? And he said, uh, I see, he said, as, as much time as you need. And I said, let's, all right, let's, all right, let's go. Let's go, you freaking son of a bitch. And, uh, and, and we were off to the freaking races. And I freaking unloaded on the guy. And I don't know if it made me freaking feel any better, but it certainly seemed to rub him the wrong way. Do you have, do you know what specifically you said that put him off? I tell you what, I could feel the freaking, I could feel the freaking, my freaking eyes rolling into the back of my head, and then I freaking, I felt a, a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a, a small, a, a small scale freaking blackout. And by the time I came back, uh, he seemed to be having freaking heart palpitations or something. Uh, but it, yeah, I, I mentioned, I mentioned uh, a few of my freaking friends uh, from freaking back in the day, how they freaking didn't fare so well. Uh, yeah, Garbo and, and Stodgy. Yeah, a couple of the guys, a couple of my buddies back from freaking high school uh, mentioned a freaking escapade down in Mexico uh, with my father and freaking, uh, and then also making love to a woman who told me she was pregnant and freaking had my friend Doug freaking, freaking silencer uh, with some freaking funds, of which he still owes me a few. Uh, and then I freaking went to freaking Seattle and I uh, got a new job. It was a really good job. And I said I was going to freaking shape up and then sort of ended up freaking robbing everyone. Uh, and then there was a whole thing where I put a freaking mentally unstable mute in a freaking air vent, got him stuck in there. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then there was a whole thing where I got this guy named Doug Gordon put in jail twice. A uh, guy I worked with uh, freaking died. My roommate freaking died back in Seattle. Uh, I was had a girlfriend who was a for a little while who, uh, who I don't remember. I couldn't not sure what I did to her. I'm pretty sure she ended up freaking fine. Yeah. Did you mention that you used to have sex with a woman in exchange for delivered pizza? Uh, yeah. I, I mentioned a whole freaking slew of things. Uh, I mentioned 
needing some freaking uh, money to play freaking poker with my friends. So I, I told my old roommates that I was kidnapped and then got that guy, Doug Gordon, who I mentioned earlier, freaking put in jail again. Uh, and then I and then I told him I was having sex and uh, with a woman. I was cuckolding her freaking husband, and then I put him in a big pile of freaking garbage I had been building for the past couple of months and uh, set it ablaze, pretty much. Well, well, my my friend Taylor set it ablaze while I was having sex with her again in the garage. Yeah, yeah. Sounds pretty cut and dry to me. I don't know what his problem was. I said, I said, father. I said, and he said, how do you feel about all this? And I said, father, you gotta you gotta freaking live it up. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you've got it off your chest now, so it's really his problem. Yeah, well, that's how I felt about it. Like I said, didn't make me feel a whole hell of a lot better. Uh, didn't definitely didn't make me feel any worse. But he seemed to be uh, he seemed to be in rough shape by the time I freaking got out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God bless you, Sandy Farkas, for doing what you needed to do to continue having sex with a man's wife who is in the throes of the the, the most difficult battle of his own life. So, yeah. uh, you did the right thing. Because she needs you right now. Well, I'm, 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 yeah, funny you should mention that. I also freaking ended it, uh, ended things with freaking Nancy out in the freaking parking lot. I said, I can't believe you made me do this. And I said, this is, we are freaking done. And I, and I flew the freaking coop. And she was sobbing. She was weeping. Jeez Louise. Well, now she needs the Lord now more than ever. So... God bless her. Good yeah. Well, it's funny that you mentioned freaking Gaston. It's not funny because I did go there and there's nothing funny about the situation that he's in. But I have been spending quite a good deal of time visiting with Gaston in the hospital. And let me tell you, this guy can't speak, but he can listen. And I have been telling him all sorts of hilarious stories. He doesn't really laugh yet, but he can groan. Believe me, this guy can groan. And they, they bring him food through a freaking bag, an IV. And they feed him through his arm. And I say, geez, Louise, down on my knees, I am here to take care of him. We don't need your help anymore, nurses and technicians and doctors. I am here. And so I've been, bringing, I've been sneaking lunches in and feeding him my freaking self while I tell him stories. Mostly porridge or gruel or applesauce or prunes. Or little things that I can chew up a little bit and then put into a spoon and put in his mouth for him. And he doesn't really swallow them yet, but I think it's good for him. Get him back to some semblance of reality, you know, normal life. So I've been doing a lot of that. And geez louise, down on my knees, this guy, he is entertained, you can tell. Because I am a freaking radio host and geez louise, down on my knees, I know how to spin a good yarn. Now, it is beginning to remind me a bit like the English patient, if you've ever seen that freaking movie. And geez louise, down on my knees, the only, because that movie's about a freaking burn victim, but I am the one, actually, that is telling my freaking life story to freaking Gaston, and it is it feels great to get a lot of these things off my freaking chest. And it feels good to take care of somebody from, from time to time, you know? So, when he, this is all over, I am I'm gonna take him out to lunch. You know, I I just want to uh, briefly shine a little light on something uh, that's that's oh that's perplexed my freaking perplex Jesus uh, 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 freaking perplex me just a little bit. Uh, I think about you know you you going to visit freaking Doug Gordon in, in in prison. Yeah. And I think about I think about you you visited freaking Gaston a, a several times now. I'm I'm just you know it always seems that you're involving yourself uh, in these people, uh, these peoples uh, whose whose freaking lives are just completely freaking separate from yours. And and I mean your your freaking relationship with freaking Gaston uh, pr- pretty much only only existed for two separate freaking days. 
you met a guy at a freaking party, and then you lit the freaking fuse, and, and which caused a man to freaking go into a coma, and now you were visiting him in the hospital frequently and feeding him like you were a mother bird and he was a baby freaking bird. Yeah. And I, I just, excuse me, uh, my question is, I, uh, I, I just, I was wondering if you could just explain why you do some of these freaking things. Well, thank you for one thing. I want to say that to start with. Yes, it is a charitable thing that I like to do. And and no, I don't think anybody necessarily owes me anything. An award would be nice someday or some sort of recognition. But geez louise, down on my knees, I see these situations and I say these people need help. And I don't see anybody raising a hand saying, let me be the one to help them. So you know what? God bless them. I do it myself. Obviously, before Gaston knew me, if this had happened and Gaston had never met me or any of us, he would be in a world of trouble right now because he would be there all alone, eating his meals from a bag that is going into his arm. Doug Jordan. You say your wife is a college friend of this poor man. I don't see her there. It's just me feeding him prunes. Now, the possibility that I could be in the wrong room and feeding another man the prunes and porridge is cross my mind because of course I can't see him because he is wrapped in bandages but I know it's him I can tell by the sounds of his moans and groans so weakers tweakers thrill seekers we got a great freaking show for you full of freaking news and discussions and we have a very special freaking our week's special freaking sight unseen Emmy edition at the end so geez louise stick around but before we do that If you would like to, go ahead and call 513-914-6201. That's the Are We Hotline. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a freaking prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Lady Gaga made headlines after admitting in an interview that her piano, quote, ruined her life, according to Billboard. The famed monster singer sat down with CBS's Lee Cohen to promote her latest album, Chromatica. But the Gaga wasn't all smiles as she delved into the struggles that inspired her latest creation. Quote, This is the piano I've had for so many years. I've written so many songs on this piano. And I think, oh my gosh, it's so special, this piano. I love this piano. I don't know how to explain, she said. I went from looking at this piano and thinking, you ruined my life. I was like, you made me Lady Gaga. My biggest enemy is Lady Gaga. Gaga admitted that her lyric, quote, Papa 9-11 is a reference to anxiety medication that she relied on to deal with the pressures of fame. Quote, you can go to the grocery store now. If you go to dinner with your family, somebody comes to the table. It's always about you and your outfits. Look at your outfits. So, Jesus weighs down on my knees. Weird way to end a freaking sentence. Mrs. Gaga. And she's popping 9-11 all, all day long. What a tragedy. So, Jesus Louise down on my knees. Doug Jordan, explain to me what is going through Lady Gaga's mind right now. Because you seem to have a grip on this by the look in your eye via Satellite New York. Uh, well, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious what she's saying here. You know, she made it famous and you know wrote a bunch of songs and became sort of an idol and now she can't go get groceries without somebody coming up to her and saying can i have your freaking autograph so you know now she's in the freaking spotlight all the time and she probably doesn't want to be there 
You know, sometimes you write a song and you just want to be at home in your freaking basement uh, by yourself. Maybe you got uh, a six pack of beer and you just want to freaking hang out. Or maybe you want to go to the grocery store. Oh, I ran out of beer. I got to go to the freaking grocery store. And you can't do that when you're famous. You got to have somebody else go to the grocery store for you. What a freaking asinine rant you just went on. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. I Okay. With that being said, uh, you gotta freaking you gotta have you gotta feel some freaking sympathy towards freaking Gaga. I mean, the woman just here's here's and here's this is my freaking take on it. And feel free to freaking fight me on it. Uh, sometimes you you want to freaking sit at a freaking piano and just write a freaking song. Yeah. You know, and God and God forbid, uh, you just sit at a piano and write a freaking song. Uh, then the last thing you freaking you want is to freaking when you go to the grocery store, uh, have people freaking come up to you and go, "Oh, you're freaking Lady freaking Gaga," and you go, well, "Look, I was just trying to freaking write a song about freaking." And maybe you, and imagine being in your freaking basement. You got a freaking bottle of freaking red wine, or a freaking bottle of brown for for uh, for instance. And you're freaking chugging along, and you're freaking writing a song, and then all of a sudden you came and go to the freaking grocery store in freaking peace. Yeah. You yeah. got to pop a 9-11. Yeah. Just to how, go to the grocery store. I'm sorry, Doug, you wanted to say something? What do you want yeah, to say? How, that is literally almost identical to the thing that I just said. Didn't seem so, the same. Sandy yeah, was the one speaking. If it was identical, you would have been talking. The only thing that you changed was you made it, instead of a six-pack of beer, you made it into a bottle of red wine. It's more dramatic. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to put myself in freaking Lady Gaga shoes. I, for some reason, I doubt that she's freaking chugging away at freaking Coors Light in a freaking dank, freaking water-soaked basement like you. I mean, everybody likes Coors Light. My heart goes out to Lady Gaga. That's that's true. Yeah. Now, the one thing that I am freaking baffled by is how upset she is with her freaking piano. And Doug Jordan, you are a freaking harmonica player, at least in a past life. Do you ever get so angry at the harmonica you just want to chew it? Or maybe you get so angry at it you want to shove it in your freaking rear end? Explain. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been angry at my harmonica. Uh, but, you know, th- thinking in Lady Gaga's shoes, if if she had written one of her hit songs on a harmonica, I, then I could see myself being freaking mad at my harmonica because now I can't even go to the grocery store. But if she had been written that song, she might be working at the grocery store and she couldn't leave. Okay, that's also a valid point. I wasn't even thinking. My mouth was just flapping and words came out. Mm, Should we move on? Last week, an Australian flight to nowhere sold out in 10 minutes, according to Fox News. The Australian airline Qantas announced they would be offering a seven-hour low-level scenic flight that would take off and land at the same airport. The 134-seat flight, which departs and arrives from Sydney on October 10th, sold out within 10 minutes. Along with seats ranging from $600 to nearly $3,000, flyers are promised low-level views of Uluru, and the Great Barrier Reef while traveling in a Boeing 787. So this reminds me of a little movie. It's called freaking, I was going to say Snakes on a Plane, but it's called, what's the movie with, tell me, what is you, you, Uluru? Uh, I'm assuming it's some sort of an island near the Great Barrier Reef. I tell you what, freaking flight to nowhere. This is a freaking story to freaking nowhere. Yeah, it was a tough news week, but 
Well, don't worry, we will pick it up with the next one. Last week, Daniel Baldwin made headlines after his storage unit was sold on A&E's Storage Wars, according to TMZ. The show, which centers on the auction of repossessed storage units and the discovery of the unknown contents, recently featured Baldwin's repoed storage unit after one of the show's star cast the winning bid. According to Renee Nendoza, the purchaser of the Baldwin storage unit, the unit it was filled with model trains and model train paraphernalia. Although the storage unit did not contain the cash cow that Nendoza was hoping for, the trains are estimated to be worth $2,500. So, and I have it from high authority, they only spent $1,100 on it. So that's a profit, Doug Jordan. Yeah, that's about a profit of $1,400. Thank you, Doug. Now, what can you say about this story, Sandy Farkas? Uh, yeah, what? Let me think about it for one second. What can I freaking say about this freaking story? So, there's a freaking... All right, here's... There's a freaking show called Freaking Storage Wars. They freaking break into freaking Daniel Baldwin's storage unit. And he's got a bunch of trains. Uh, I guess the only thing I can say about this was... Uh, this... Who got it? Renee Nesdona... Nesdona... Uh, Rene... Renit... Renit... Jeez Louise, what am I looking at here? Renee Nezhoda Nez, Nez, uh, should should thank the freaking Dickens that they didn't freaking crack open freaking Stephen Baldwin's freaking storage unit. Because I tell you what, it wouldn't be freaking train paraphernalia. It'd probably be porn, pornographic freaking paraphernalia. Yeah. Yeah, Doug Jordan, what kind of porno do you think freaking Stephen Baldwin watches? I, it, is this a, is it a thing where Stephen Baldwin is known for watching a lot of porn? Is that something? Because that's new to me. I I and I, I'm not familiar with that. Doug, I'm I'm just trying to freaking bring up some freaking talking points here. Yeah, this story doesn't have much to it. It's about a guy with model trains who got his freaking storage unit repossessed. Yeah, and the person who found them didn't pay much for it, and then didn't make much from paying for it. I mean, he made about $1,400. Let's, yeah, I heard you the first time. Uh, let's talk about freaking Stephen Baldwin and his freaking, freaking horrible freaking uh, porn addiction. And his well, giant I've... massive collection that needs several storage units likely to be repossessed, Doug Jordan. Yeah, no, I, I was trying to transition it for you to tell me more about it so then I could I could answer it. I'm basing this. I'm not, Doug, I'm not, jeez mm, Louise, I'm going to freaking lose it in a second. I am basing this off of freaking nothing. So asking me about it is is gonna lead to me freaking confirming that this is a freaking suspicion that I that I have absolutely no freaking basis to freaking make. So uh, uh, when you freaking ask me questions like this, it just it sort of freaking puts a freaking wrench in my freaking plans, Doug. Just yeah, Doug. Okay, yeah, I'll know. answer the question. Yeah, he probably collects uh, porn parodies. Jeez Louise, thank you. Was that that freaking hard? Do you think that he collects porn parodies of movies he's been in, like Biodome? And do you think Pauly Shore plays Pauly Shore's character in the porn recreation of Biodome? And he's having sex with Stephen Baldwin? And the production value for that porno is zero dollars. It was shot on a handy cam. And it honestly looks about the same as Biodome. Uh, yeah. Yep. You, think there's a, you think there's a tape of Stephen Baldwin and Pauly Shore having sex with each other that they shot themselves in a bedroom? And then another tape from them of them watching it playing with themselves you know what i mean uh yeah that yep i think that could be a thing that he has in the storage unit 
Well, we got to find that storage unit. Doug, where do you think that might be? Uh, maybe it's right next to Daniel Baldwin's after all. Well, that would be a hell of a place to start searching for it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. See, now we're on to something. Thank you, Doug, for finally cooperating. Last week, Taco Bell announced that they will be debuting their own custom red wine, according to Yahoo News. The fast food giant will be offering Jalapeno Noir for a limited time in Canada as a way to promote the restaurant's new toasted cheesy chalupa, which is made with aged cheddar. Taco Bell's exciting news comes on the heels of another alcoholic collaboration in the restaurant industry. Red Lobster and Mountain Dew announced a spicy new collaboration with the, quote, Dew Garita, a blend of classic Mountain Dew, tequila, and ice. So, geez Louise, Doug Jordan, why don't you go ahead and take it to the sports desk? Uh, yeah, okay, um, not prepared, but uh, I'll do my best. Uh, this is uh, Doug Jordan, and welcome to the sports desk. Um, I'm, uh, I'm going to say, so how, uh, Taco Bell announced that they're going to be debuting a custom red wine, according to Yahoo News. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that I'm, I'm actually interested. If it, if it pairs anything as well as uh, what Baja Blast uh, pairs with their food, uh, I'd be interested in, in trying a, a wine to go with the new toasted cheesy chalupa, which is made with aged cheddar. And it's aged six years, to be perfectly honest with you. But here's the thing, Doug, you didn't look close enough. Sometimes the proof is in the pudding, and sometimes the pudding is chocolate, so you can't see the proof inside of it because it's dark colored. If it were white pudding, it'd be easier to see the proof. Now, the proof is that freaking it's debuting only in Canada, and it's only available for sale online in Canada or at the store in Canada. So chances of you trying their new freaking Jalapeno Noir is very limited. It's almost as limited as the run of wine is for Taco Bell. I mean, maybe Sandy's uh, old roommates could send me a bottle of it. Uh, yeah, we're not on freaking speaking terms. And I'm sorry, what did you mean when you said that the, the poop is in the pudding? Well, that goes without saying. But I said uh, I said proof. All right. Uh, yeah, Doug, I, I'd love to get you into contact with freaking uh, John and Pat. Uh, however, I haven't freaking uh, spoken with them well since um, since the freaking kidnapping. Yeah, ruining their lives. It's okay. We can all say it. It's all out in the open now. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a freaking a freaking question. Uh, what what do you, what what do we have? What do you think about the freaking do garita though? Yeah. Good question. And how long uh, have they been making wine out of beans? I don't think, did anybody say anything about making wine out of beans or that? I didn't hear that in the story. What do you think about the Dugarita? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, the Dugarita, I would assume it's probably freaking good. I mean, Mountain Dew's good. Tequila and ice are pretty good. So it, it, it probably tastes good. Usually in a margarita, there's lime juice, fresh lime juice. So, I mean, if you're, you're just substituting the, the fresh lime juice for Mountain Dew. So what could be bad about that? Mountain Dew is lemon and lime. Uh, great blend of citrus, uh, great fusion. I, I, get, I would give this a, a 10 out of 10. Now, what do you think about the freaking name, Dugarita? Do you think that they probably, if they had just sat there and thought about it for a little bit longer, they could have come up with a better name than Dugarita? Why didn't they call it the Mountain Garita Dew? Because I feel like that's a worse name than the Dugarita. That key freaking talking about. Mountain no. Garita Dew. Yeah, why would you say it's it's a Dew... Uh, Garita. It's not a freaking mountain Garita do. I realize that that's the name that they went with, Doug, but it still is a mountain Garita do. Yeah, it is. And I don't know why they didn't. If they were just going to call it, they should be Duga Rita because Rita is the name of the woman. 
Uh, uh, is, she the one, is she the one who's making freaking freaking bean wine or where is this what is where is the freaking story what is what am i looking at here's the fear if you're making bean wine everybody knows a byproduct of bean wine is ricin so if they are making freaking this they're actually gonna accidentally make freaking batch of ricin wine and geez louise down on my knees someone's gonna drink it and get sick and die happened before no, uh, I thought you were going to say a byproduct of bean wine is, is farts. That's, that's a, where I thought you were going with this. That's a good point. I should have been going there because that's hilarious. It is a byproduct. Uh, farts is always a byproduct of bean. Mar- yeah. Mar- margarita Dew. Why didn't they just call it Margarita Dew? That, Why that, wouldn't they just call it a Mountain Dew Margarita? Yeah, Doug, that's yeah, that's kind of what I'm freaking get at, getting at here. Freaking Dewgarita. Yeah. Is, uh, freaking it was a was should was the freaking last choice they should have freaking gone with. It's an abomination. You're right. I guess I agree. I agree. But those cheesy breadsticks that they have at freaking Red Lobster, I mean, pull my pants down and pat on my behind. They are delicious. They're not uh, breadsticks. They're Cheddar Bay biscuits. Well, I haven't had them yet, but they sound delicious. And when this is all over, Doug Jordan, we need to go get some. And Sandy Fargas will come too and try a Dugarita. Substitute everything for brown. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, Jeez Louise down on my knees. We got our week's sight unseen special Emmy edition. So, Jeez Louise down on my knees. Emmys happened freaking last week, and they were a freaking blast. So many freaking stars were out. The red carpet was amazing. I'm pretty sure I saw a freaking upskirt from freaking their host, Jimmy Kimmel. So without further freaking ado, we're going to go through uh, the winners of freaking Emmy, and we're going to talk about the show the same way we do with our week freaking sight unseen, which is we haven't seen them. We're going to theorize what they're freaking go, what's going on. We're going to tell you which one to go see. 100% accuracy. Thank you, Doug Jordan. So without further freaking ado, the first show is I Know This Much Is True. I Know This Much Is True is based on the best-selling novel by Wally Lamb. This limited series follows Dominic Birdsey as he struggles to care for his schizophrenic twin brother Thomas while discovering the truth about his own family history. Winner, Mark Ruffalo, outstanding lead actor in a limited series. So this is a freaking bowl of laughs. And if you haven't seen it, I can't tell you to go see it, but I highly recommend it either way. Because Dominic Birdsey is a very serious, stoic man. But then he's got this brother named Thomas, who is a little bit wonky in the brain. And it makes for a freaking odd couple situation. This guy is freaking cleaning up because he's got OCDs, cleaning every little surface. This is Thomas. And Dominic's coming home. He's no nonsense. He's worked a long, hard freaking day. He just wants a freaking plate of bean wine. And geez louise, down on my knees, guess what? All the plates are in the freaking dishwasher because freaking crazy Thomas has to freaking wash them again. And the freaking best part of the whole thing is when, yep, you freaking guessed it, Thomas accidentally has sex with freaking Dominic's freaking girlfriend because they look identical. And she comes home freaking drunk, and he doesn't have time to tell her that he's staying with his brother. And his brother doesn't know how to freaking tell her, I'm, I'm not your freaking boyfriend because he's, well, as you put it, uh, quite freaking perfectly freaking a little wonky in the brain. And Doug Jordan, when Wally Lamb shows up, it is, I mean, the sparks on screen between Wally Lamb and freaking Mark Ruffalo. Explain. Well, I mean, Wally Lamb wrote the book, so I don't think he really is in the show. Sandy Fargas? 
uh, Wally Lamb is absolutely 100% in the freaking show. Uh, and the moment when he walks in and he sees freaking Mark Ruffalo, the freaking sparks, uh, when he catches freaking Mark Ruffalo having sex with his girlfriend, uh, is just absolute, it is, it is, it is freaking poetic freaking justice. Uh, though I don't know what that freaking term means. Uh, it is freaking, uh, freaking TV at its freaking finest and it deserved to freaking win, uh, freaking best feature, uh, best, uh, can't tell you to go see it. No, we can't. But we can tell you that if you do see it, the funniest part is going to be Wally Lamb's hilarious, out-of-control, curly gray hair and his giant, super-prescription glasses that are like Coke bottles that make his eyes enormous. For that alone. And you you see, when you see the freaking way, every single time freaking Wally Lamb freaking enters a scene, he bursts through the freaking front door and sort of screeches to a freaking halt and his freaking hair is going wild and he starts rifling through the cabinets and eating whatever he can freaking find. It is a freaking, it is absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah, so can't tell you to go see it, but this is a winner. So uh, the next one is Watchmen, which was is set in an alternate history where masked vigilantes are treated as outlaws. And Watchmen embraces the nostalgia of the original groundbreaking graphic novel of the same name while attempting to break new ground of its own. Winner, Regina King, outstanding lead actress in a limited series, TV or movie. Winner, Yahda Abdul-Mateen II, supporting actor in a limited series or movie. Winner, outstanding limited series so geez louise this is another winner sandy farkas yeah uh this is uh freaking called watch men uh and it is a ground is based on a freaking groundbreaking uh graphic novel and uh we all know what freaking graphic novel means uh it is a freaking novel that gets extremely freaking graphic uh with this depiction of of the freaking men that are watching each other and yep you guessed it and they're freaking playing with them with themselves and they're playing with each other uh watchmen is a freaking hilarious uh uh, uh pornographic freaking television uh show where the men are getting dirty and they're getting down and they're freaking getting and and it gets a little freaking graphic yeah and it debuted very late at night so those that missed it maybe go back take a second look we can't tell you to do that but geez louise down on my knees for the sex alone of these vigilantes which who knows what that is unless you see the show then you find out what it means Jeez Louise, I mean, you got Yanya Abdul-Mateen, too, and and one, and they, and Jeez Louise down on my knees, that scene alone is going to blow your mind. And boy, oh boy, do these guys freaking hang brain. Uh, And it is a freaking sight to behold, and when you see, when you see some of their freaking, when you see the freaking members on these guys, you go, no wonder they freaking won, they brought home the freaking gold. Yeah. Doug Jordan, care to comment? Uh, well, I saw the movie that uh, this is based off of, and uh, there was a lot of uh, uh, dangly Johnsons in that movie. Yeah, big, big friggin' blue dangly friggin' Johnsons. Yeah. And and my favorite, all my favorite friggin' scenes are when friggin' Blue Man, uh, which is a, who's the main character, and also the bad guy, I think, uh, he friggin' he walks into the friggin' room and everyone's having a friggin' civil discussion, and he walks in just friggin' completely friggin' hanging brain, and and it just takes your friggin' breath away every single time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely freaking hilarious. Next one on the docket, Mrs. America. Mrs. America is loosely based on and dramatizes the story of the movement to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment and the unexpected backlash led by conservative activist Phyllis Schlafly. Winner, Uzo Abduba for supporting actress in a limited series or movie. So, this is... 
This one's a little bit boring, honestly, if if you want my true feelings, you know, because we've all seen courtroom dramas. We've all seen political think pieces and we've hated every one of them because it's all just talking. Doug Jordan, I think you know what I mean. And this is a lot of talking. If you like characters named Phyllis, this is your movie. But if you like characters hanging brain with blue phallicus and people having sex, yeah, you're going to like that. You're going to like, you're not going to like this one because this is just talking. This is a lot of talking. Uh, Although there is a a freaking bright spot to be had in freaking Mrs. America, and that is the freaking character of Schlaffy. Uh, Schlaffy is the freaking neighbor that lives across the street, and he has freaking crazy freaking hair, and every single time he freaking bursts through the freaking door and comes screeching to a halt, and he comes in with a weird freaking wacko scheme, and I don't want to freaking ruin it, but spoiler alert, he does a little freaking brain hanging of his own, if, if, if if you must know. Can't tell you to go see it, but Mrs. America is a freaking complete dud uh, if it weren't for freaking Schlaffy, who is a hilarious character with uh, with what, quite a quite a nice freaking package uh, stuffed into his freaking trousers. Yeah. And when it comes and when please shut up when it comes unstuffed, uh, it lights up the freaking screen. Yeah, yeah. Next one is, and I don't know if we can say this on the radio. It's spelled S C H I T T. It's Creek. And suddenly broke, the formerly filthy rich Rose family is reduced to living in a ramshackle motel in a town they once bought as a joke. Creek. Winner, Eugene Levy, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. Winner, Catherine O'Hara, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Winner, Dan Levy, supporting actor in a comedy series. Winner, Annie Murphy, supporting actress in a comedy series. Winner, outstanding comedy series. So, geez louise, down on my knees. If you like nature shows, fishing, you know, camping, the guy, Bear Gryllis, that is this kind of thing. I gotta tell you, to be honest with you, it didn't do a thing for me. Didn't laugh. I liked the blooper reels from those shows. This didn't have any of that in there. And the information was boring. I know that fish have gills. I know that if you put them out of water, unfortunately, they will die. Trust me, I know that. I've done that. I've made that mistake with my goldfish before when I was a child. I didn't want to sleep alone that night because I was scared, so I scooped him out of his freaking bowl and took him into bed with me to, to keep me comfort. And in the morning, he was limp. No flap to be had. Uh, I've also done a freaking, uh, I've also experimented, uh, uh, before in the past, uh, and, and, and in doing so wound up, um, well, taking a in a creek. Uh, and, and I was very, my interest was freaking peaked when I freaking heard this freaking title. I go, cause boy, I've gotten drunk and done that before. And when I watched this, which as you know, I freaking haven't, uh, there was no, no one, not once to anybody, um, well, you know, go to the freaking, go number freaking two in the freaking creek. And for those out there wondering, weakers and tweakers, it does float. So, so surprise, surprise, it's gonna, it'll, the cream always rises to the top, as they say, Doug Jordan. Doug Jordan, uh, which, which creek do you prefer, freaking or Dawson's? Uh, I'm gonna have to say, uh, this one because I like, uh, the dad from American Pie. So, you have seen this one. I just know the name, and I know he's the freaking dad from American Pie, and I know he's freaking funny in that, so. What is your favorite part of American Pie? My favorite part is when he puts his freaking, when he freaking hangs brain and puts it in a freaking pie, has sex with it. And then Eugene Levy eats it afterwards accidentally. Or I believe it's actually to cover up, to hide the evidence for his son. He said, we'll eat it, I guess. Now that you've made a mess of it. We have to eat it. It's also a punishment. He goes, well, since you did this, you're going to have to watch me eat this whole freaking pie and think about what you've done. It's an unusual parenting tactic, but 
God bless him, you know. So the next one is Successin. Successin tracks the lives of the Roy family as they contemplate their future once their aging father, Brian Cox, I don't know if we can say that on the radio either, begins to step back from the media and entertainment conglomerate they control. Winner, Jeremy Strong, outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Winner, outstanding drama series. So this is another dud, if you ask me. Boring as the Dickens. This is a lot of talking about business. If I want that, I'll go to the guy on CNN who flaps his mouth about stock prices. He's bald, and he's very intense. And it's like he's speaking another language, but it's English still somehow. Doug Jordan, your thoughts on Secession? I'm pretty sure Macaulay Culkin is in it, and it's just him reprising his role from uh, Home Alone. So You gotta be kidding me. What? Oh, geez, Louise. And I'm freaking, and I was completely wrote this freaking show off. Yeah, I, I, said, I said, just took one look at this, and I said, that sounds like the most boring freaking thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm going to have to go ahead and change my vote. If Macaulay Culkin's in this, I am definitely going to see this movie. I cannot wait to see the new types of freaking traps and freaking hijinks that he is up to. Kevin McAllister is back. Well, and I would like to freaking uh, shine a little freaking light there, there, because this this freaking show, uh, it, it it's set up for a freaking freaking perfect freaking season two, where freaking Brian Cox finally uh, freaking does what his whole family is expecting. Freaking goes into the closet, puts a rope around his neck, and pulls his trousers down, and freaking offs himself. Yeah. And when they're all sitting around, and they're all, and the freaking man is reading the will, they and everyone's thinking they're all gonna they're gonna freaking get his freaking riches and his all of his freaking gold. And they say it's a big freaking twist. They go, it looks as if he's left everything to the freaking family's freaking butler and they all freaking turn behind them and glance to the freaking open door and there he is yep you freaking guessed it freaking dunkirk and guess what he's freaking doing yep you freaking guessed it again he's freaking hanging brain season two i uh, can't tell you to watch it but it is going to be very freaking good yeah this one is a this is a breakout show of the emmy so god bless you success and you've done a great thing bringing matt collie Calkin back the next one is euphoria Zendaya stars in this series that follows a group of high school students as they navigate an unstable world. Winner, Zendaya, Outstanding League Actress in a Drama Series. This is your classic high school comedy where they're constantly navigating an unstable world of dating or freaking who's where where are we going to have the party tonight or who sold all of our weed and or who's, we- who's going who's gonna to have sex with the pie. Yeah. Exactly. Or, geez Louise, maybe one of the teachers starts hanging out with the students and then they're afraid that perhaps the teacher is going to have sex with one of them. It's that sort of story. Classic comedy with some drama in it, but geez Louise, down in my this one is actually more like Dawson's Creek than Creek. But a little, but with a little bit more freaking, uh, freaking Saved by the Bell, uh, because the character of freaking Zendaya is sort of like the freaking Screech. Uh, you know, when when they're freaking, when they're getting all freaking stressed out and f- trying to figure out how to navigate this unstable world, yep, you guessed it, freaking Zendaya freaking bursts through the freaking door, freaking hair going freaking crazy, and freaking has a brand new freaking high school based scheme. This is how we're gonna get our freaking weed back. Uh, this is how we're gonna freaking destroy the freaking teacher who's trying to have sex with us. This is how we're gonna destroy his life and and this is how we're gonna get away with having sex with that freaking pie doug jordan yeah doug jordan your hot take uh i was happy to learn that uh long duck dong from uh 16 candles reprised his role in this film uh he was the foreign exchange student uh, in 16 you, you candles gotta be freaking kidding me jeez louise yeah i thought he had been canceled i thought they kicked his ass to the curb doug 
I'm pretty sure he's back. Well, God bless him. I'm glad he can still get a job out there in the Hollywood with the landscape nowadays. The next one is The Morning Show, uh, an inside look at the modern workplace through the lens of the people who help America wake up, pulling back the curtain on early morning television. Winner, Billy Crudup, supporting actor in a drama series. And little known fact, Billy Crudup is... He played the guy, the big blue guy in the movie with the big, with the hung brain the whole movie. I was just about to say that, yeah. yeah he was this, the, is, this is another freaking classic freaking brain hanger. Uh, although, I was, I was extremely disappointed to watch the morning show and realize not once to freaking crude up, freaking uh, let the freaking monster out of its cage, if you know what he freaking means. Yeah, uh, Doug yeah. Gordon, you were going to say something? Uh, you know, I got distracted. Is a brain hanger that that's a thing that people are saying about a show? Nowadays, yeah, just starting now it is. We just did it, and that just refers to a a show where you see a a Dangly Johnson in it. Either that or or just the freaking uh, freaking test. Imagine, Doug, uh, your your wife is uh, freaking clad in freaking lingerie, and you go, oh, let me just give me a minute to freshen up, and you go into the bathroom, and you return with just your boxer shorts, and uh, and you've pushed your freaking um, out of your uh, out of the hole in your boxers. And she sees it, and she goes freaking wild, and then the two of you make a freaking uh, little Doug Jordan the third. Yeah, no, I understand what hanging hanging brain is. I just had never heard it referred to a, a television show as a as a brain hanger. Well, now you know. So, I, 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 well, first of all, I'd like to um, clear that up. I didn't say the show is a brain hanger. I said Billy Crudup is a freaking uh, notorious freaking brain hanger. Uh, he did it in freaking uh, Watchmen as as uh, Blue Man. Uh, and, and, and some other films as well, I believe. Yeah. Next one is Ozark. A financial advisor drags his family from Chicago to the Missouri Ozarks, where he must launder $500 million in five years to appease a drug boss. Winner, Julia Garner, supporting actress in a drama series. This one is absolutely, this is a perfect show because it is about drugs. And a magical place where money can be laundered. And Ozark is much like Oz. And when they finally meet the freaking Lord of Oz, and his name is Mr. Ozark, they realize he's not such a a mythical person. He's just a man behind a curtain controlling a, a face and a voice using a speaker. But the munchkins, when the munchkins come in, and the munchkins do all the drugs... And then he's got to raise the money again. It's a freaking hilarious freaking romp, this show. And Munchkins, a lot of people don't know this, but Munchkins can do much more drugs than you think they could with their little small body weight. They can really freaking put down. Yeah, they're ravenous. Yeah, they are ravenous. And they're having sex in the woods in this show. So if you want to see a show where you see tiny little munchkins having tiny little freaking humping in the woods. Yeah. If you want to see a freaking show with tiny little m- hanging tiny little brains, uh, Ozark is the freaking show for you. Yeah, I think that I think that is enough said on that one. And the last one is RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul wears three different hats, host, judge, and as the debonair Mr. RuPaul. Wait a minute. Mr. RuPaul. That's got to be a typo. Also a mentor. I'm confused now. This is a reality show that pits 11 contestants against each other. So, and for there to be a next to be a drag queen. So, it's the last one on there. 
God bless him. And winner, Outstanding Reality Competition Series. This is your basic, uh, put a whole bunch of people on a freaking island every week. You, you vote someone off. Limit, um, limit the food source. Yeah, and, and you limit the food, and you freaking pile on the freaking hot tub scenes, and uh, eventually somebody comes out freaking victorious. My favorite is when Alex, he's like, you got to turn up the tub, turn up the tub, because it's not hot enough. And then he turns it up too much, and God willing, they have something to eat that night. Poor Alex. Yeah. Get boiled into a giant pot of soup. Doug Jordan, care to comment? Yeah, that sounds awfully familiar to what you were talking about with Tadia Richard at the beginning of the show. It's a coincidence, I agree. But when Tadia Richard's case, um, you see his freaking, all, all, all you see is his freaking roasted rump protruding from the freaking water. But in freaking this show, all you see is a freaking roasted little brain floating up at the top of the freaking water. Yeah, Doug, the oyster. So now, geez, Louise, down to my knees. We have talked about a great many shows, but we can only recommend one. And my vote is absolutely going to be Succession, starring Macaulay Culkin as freaking as a freaking little boy of mischief, whatever his name is. So that's the real winner here. Doug Jordan. If you had to pick one to vote for, which would it be? Uh, yeah, I, I think probably the Macaulay Culkin as the little boy of mischief. So, Sassin, we agree. And bringing up the rear, we have freaking Sandy Farkas. Your vote. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is such a freaking onslaught of freaking good shows these days. Uh, and the Emmys really dished out freaking awards for every show that freaking deserved one. Uh, but there is one clear winner, and it is freaking Little Boy of Mischief. Uh, it is just a freaking hilarious show. Um, Dunkirk shows up at the end. He takes care of the little boy. And there is mischief to be had. There is mis- uh, there's freaking mischief. Um, mischief abounds. And, and if you freaking stay until after the credits... You might even see a freaking brain being freaking hung, if you know what I freaking mean. Yeah. So, Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, this has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. I think we nailed it. Doug Jordan, thank you for your support. Well, uh, yeah, no, no problem. Yeah, because usually you vote against Sandy and I and make it a make it a uh, you know a two-legged race, as they say. Well, yeah, you know I love Home Alone, so yeah. yeah but more importantly, I mean the, the people out there they don't want to hear us freaking argue uh, all the time, and 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 that just seems so often to be your freaking um, your freaking uh, 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 point of freaking action is to just is just stir the freaking pot and cause freaking trouble, and that's not. I mean sometimes that's just not what freaking people. That's just sometimes freaking not what people want to freaking hear. 